What's happening, people? You're tuning into Music and Motivation with Chris Davis. I got a great episode lined up today. It's episode 
but it's all just practice. So, you know, if we say something off the cuff, it's all good. <laughs> um, but uh, anything real quick while we're at the beginning, promote anything you want, anything you working on or any place you uh, our fans can find your music. Where, where should um, I go? Right now, um, I don't have any stuff released at the moment. Uh, I plan on having it released on Bandcamp, but I do, uh, or I am in the middle of working on a, a solo EP uh, titled Unholy Cannoli, but I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll have more on that, uh, hopefully here within the next uh, the next few months. Oh, man, this keeps dropping on me. No, that's okay. But, no. Um, yeah, that's that's really uh, early stages right now, but hopefully okay. soon. As long as we're working on something and you got some goals for yourself, dude. Oh yeah. What more can anyone ask of you, dude? <laughs> but um, okay, I got. Let's let's hop into some of these questions because I got a bunch of stuff for us today. All right. Um, let's see. I should have brought my reading glasses. As my viewers know, I can't read my own my own handwriting. Um, All right. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. <laughs> So how long have you been playing? And he's a bassist, everybody. How long have you been playing bass? I have been playing bass, I believe, for 11 to 12 years now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. About half my life. Yeah. That's about where I'm at, too. I think of it that <laughs> way, too. Like, half my freaking life has been spent with an instrument in my hands. Yeah. I, I honestly wouldn't. Right. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have it any other way other than earlier, of course, like I've uh, of course, I'm sure you're familiar with the uh, correlation of learning music along with the English or whatever language you speak. It, it tends to stick a little bit easier. But at the same time, we're all we're all just working on it. Oh, but. absolutely. Absolutely, dude. What age do you think you picked it up? I'm almost certain it was by 12 at the latest. Um but I want to say around 11 or 12. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. For me, I, I can never remember like what age I was in grade school. Like, um, but like it was eighth grade for me for sure. And I remember buying my first guitar off of Craigslist <laughs> and it was just listed as Les Paul, no brand name on it and like no pictures, but it was like, all the money I had was like, it was the right amount. I was like, Oh dad, I really need a Les Paul. Can you go with me? We'll go pick it up. And he was like, there's no way it's a Gibson for 200 bucks. But in my mind, I was like, that You're like it could be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it was all over from there. And I, gosh, I like when I was in high school, I was addicted to buying guitars. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolute money for it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm really glad I didn't really get into classic cars. I got my Volkswagen, and that's all I needed. Because <laughs> otherwise, I, my wife would hate me. <laughs> those are, Yeah, those are like the two hobbies. It's like you have to pick one or the other because, man, you go into debt easy. Easy doing both of those, let alone <laughs> one. Yeah. yeah. Or you, or you got to look at it the other way. you got to really work hard if you're going to have that hobby. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. But uh, it's all it's all a matter of perspective. How many bases do you think you've owned at this point in your life? Um, 
upwards upwards of eight um right now i'm kind of i'm kind of in a trifecta um i'm rotating between a fender a 1983 fender p bass uh 2013 uh fender j bass and then i just got my hands on a uh is it actually oh yeah uh five string music man stingray uh just to kind of try out the five uh the five string bit but man i've had a rickenbacker uh 4003 that thing that thing was a beast but um i personally i just found like the neck was was a little bit too beefy for me which i mean says a lot considering i play a p bass too yeah. and they're they don't have the reputation of being slender um but I, have, I mean, my first bass was a uh, just a cheap little Ibanez GR200, I think is what the model is called. I mean, it's pretty much what you see every, like every beginner bass player play. But I mean, that thing that thing served its purpose and yeah. everything in between there and now. Hey, you can't go wrong with an Ibanez, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had my share and I still got one. And then Kelly's bass is an Ibanez, too. She has that... Uh, that newer one that kind of has that like kind of larger horn on the top end. Right. I, yeah, I can't remember what then, that model's uh, called. It's almost like, it's kind of like a jazz bass. The thing I really like about it, a it's pickup, it's active pickups and they're fucking great. <laughs> uh, I'm not quite 10 minutes in. Oh, I, I've, Okay, at the first 10 minutes of the podcast is supposed to be our real Catholic boy hour where we don't curse so we don't get demonetized. <laughs> and I was 20 seconds away, people. Gosh. Oh, God man. damn it. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't you know, I was trying to think through the number of guitars I've had in my life too. That's why I ask and Honestly, I think I'm forgetting about a few because literally like a week ago, I saw a picture of a guitar on Reverb and I was like, whoa, I had that. And that dude's selling it for three times as much as I sold it for. And I was like, shit. Mm -hmm. But I didn't you ever hate take to see that it. into account. Yeah, you hate to see it. You're like, uh. The worst part uh, is I sold that guitar at a McDonald's. Really? <laughs> it was terrible for like 300 bucks. Um, God. <laughs> Like I said, I've been through a lot of guitars, and I think the last count I did was 32. Wow. And again, we might be forgetting about one or two. Man. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think I'm quite up there. Uh, it's up ridiculous. There, don't, but... don't let it get that ridiculous, dude. That's, what I'm, that's why I'm warning you. You know what I mean? See, see the thing is, though, is that what, what I lack in, uh, in my guitars I make up for with pedals. Absolutely. So I, I, have been through, I have been through a countless amount of pedals, but... No, that, I mean, that's that's part of the journey, though, I feel like is just I mean, because you got so much to play with. I mean, uh, I mean, the, the feel of a guitar alone, uh, guitar or bass, I mean, just something as simple as the, the neck being radiused a slightly different way, mm -hmm. I, I feel like has a world of difference in terms of uh, what it inspires you to to make out of it. Mm -hmm. And that's why I, I still have like nine guitars at this point because everyone is like i use for a different genre or mm -hmm. a different feel like you're saying um like specifically the only guitar i have in here that i'm to show off right now Ooh. is my uh fender it's actually not a fender it's a parts caster that i built actually when i nice. it started its life it was my old drummer's 
guitar and it was, okay. it was sunburst and I sanded oh. all of the sunburst off and then hit it with this sweet maple finish. I'm debating. I like have been looking at these stickers that were on Jerry Garcia's natural fender strat. Like there's an alligator that goes here and then there's a policeman helper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> really considering getting it to add just like the final touches to it but yeah that's that's one thing i always uh i've always wanted to do but going to uh not while you're still in an apartment you know what i mean exactly have a shed or something to work in that's when you make your parts caster that you'll never sell you know yeah yeah because like i mean I can tell you, I got some, I mean, even just sticker bombing my, uh, my pit card of my Rickenbacker, I got some weird looks going to open jam nights with like the, the old head dudes. They're like, what did you do to that thing? Why, like, yeah. Why'd you do that? <laughs> like, like, why, man, why would you? <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, that, yeah. Um, okay. A couple other things. What made you fall in love with the bass? Oh man. I think the first time I can think of specifically picking out the bass in a song and being like, wow, I want to do that. As cringy as it is, I'm almost certain it was like three Green Day songs. Um, (laughs) But I mean, I I, I still, I don't don't listen to them nearly as much, but I still have a a soft spot in my heart for them. But like Mike Dern, I think it was just because they were like one of the, first three-piece bands i'd listen to so that you kind of get the more prominent bass sound and you're like oh wow that's that's that sounds cool but um i remember starting out learning holiday uh the first time i got my bass uh it was a christmas present actually and like all that night like i i i knew i was getting it uh nobody could do anything to keep me from opening it prematurely. And like all that night, I just practiced holiday, like just straight, straight through the night. But that's awesome. What a great Christmas present too. <laughs> that's tight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. What are some of your favorite bands and bassists and or bassists, you know, oh, man. Um, I, And you can God. give me like a top three or top five, you know what I mean? You don't have to pick your favorite. I'm not, I make it easy for y'all. I yeah yeah. I would say uh, in terms of bass players, um, I definitely have to put my uh, the the ones that inspired me to to get to the sound that I currently have first. Um, I'd say first is probably Joe Dart uh, of Wolfpack, but awesome. I mean. He's he's so many people's favorite bass player, so that's that's a given. But uh, I'd say second is probably Al Cisneros of Sleep and Ohm. Uh, he's kind of like more more of like the Doom sludge kind of aspect, which I I've been kind of leaning towards this past year and a half, two years or so. That's been that's been a wild ride with pedals alone, but. Uh, I'd say third is probably Jesse Keeler of uh, Death from Above. Those guys, yeah, they're they're a two piece. Uh, so that talking from Green Day, where you get the more prominent bass. I mean, it's all bass, bass and drums. So of course, here who wouldn't love that? Right. 
That's awesome, dude. I love hearing about the musicians that inspire the musicians that inspire me. You know what I mean? So like, oh, yeah. That's, that's awesome. Um, how would you describe your tonality or, or in or your music in general, either or or both? You know, so that that's uh, that varies a little bit by every day, just on how I'm feeling. But yeah, uh, so whenever I'm trying to go for the more um, more funk, low volume fusion type stuff, uh, I feel like I definitely try to emulate joe dart in a sense uh also kind of catering to like the james jamerson uh school kind of like maybe like michael league of snarky puppy uh just kind of like that that sort of really fusion type uh rhythmic rhythmic feel as meets yeah signatures and yeah you know odd atmospheres yeah yeah um i'd say i'd say in like a funk setting that's that's what i'm sounding similar to uh in terms of like rock and metal or like the like the doom like i was talking about i definitely try and get as spitty and wild as i can in terms of my my tone so i mean i've got the gain on my uh my amp cranked up all the way I've got my rad on. I've got my overdrive on. We're blowing and speakers. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> thank God, thank God, my my cab is two hundred watts more than my head. So, because <laughs> yeah, it, it needs the headroom. But um, definitely, I would say probably tone wise, I try to go closer to uh, Dixie from uh, Weed Eater. Okay. Like really, just just super full throttle spitty type stuff i can tell you're gonna have some good albums for the album of the week (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah Start thinking of like a couple now because we'll get there in like 20 or 30 minutes okay 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 but uh let's see what else do i got for you brother um what drives you to create it's a good question that is a good question. <laughs> like what really pushes you to make goals for yourself and work on your music? You know what I mean? I really, I, I would say a lot of, a lot of what I used to think was, would be like destination rather than the journey. But anymore, I really think it's more, more the journey than the destination. So yeah. while it's satisfaction, def- you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's definitely good to have goals. Um, in in what you love like i i would like to of course be in a successful band uh make some money off of music but if i don't you know that's okay uh but i think it's more just the the experience of developing tone and skill um and kind of fine-tuning fine-tuning my playing to to the point where i think you know like hey this this is this is pretty good and then still go, uh, of course, go past that point because yeah. Yeah, being, being a, we never yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, I would say, I would say just the acquisition of knowledge, knowledge and skills is what drives me. Oh, this is tremendous. 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 This is tremendous. Yeah, dude, it is tremendous, bro. And you know what, man? I think I'm like, 
in a similar place with music as you are that rather than oh i'm dreaming and aspiring to be in a big band touring and all this stuff i'm really still just creating and especially that last album i just released was all just personal satisfaction dude to keep myself accountable to keep myself you know we all we all leave this world and have to put our own like little stamp on it to say that we were here so i just hold myself accountable to releasing something every year you know what i mean oh yeah yeah uh, that's why i think the music on that one was so good is just because i was writing it for me and not for anybody else and i was writing music that i would enjoy and that i can sit down and listen to a million times and still still will Honestly, oh, yeah. that's going to be my, uh, I'm going to have that CD in my car when I go down to the lake, dude. That's, <laughs> that's my lake. Yeah, dude. Music. That, yeah, that, uh, God. Yeah, that, that, I could definitely hear that in that, in that album for sure. But yeah, just, just being able to enjoy your, the, your product yourself. Um, and of course the process in making it. That's that's priceless. You know what's really priceless, dude? What? It's Friendly Farms iced coffee. Normally mm-hmm. on the podcast, I got a cup of coffee and I'm sipping it. I, I just want to mention this once today that I haven't done the dishes. We were out of clean <laughs> coffee cups, so we're jugging it today on the podcast, everybody. Thank you, Friendly Farms. We need you to sponsor the podcast because I, I get like three of these when I go to the store, dude. It's ridiculous. I think uh, I think I've had some of that before, and honestly, that's that's a solid coffee for being Aldi's, for being dude. pre-mixed. Oh yeah, Aldi's, bro. Shout out Aldi's would also take a mad Aldi sponsorship. That would be, <laughs> cut it, cut this, send it to our ad guy. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I, I keep getting sidetracked. You know how it is. Smoke. No, you're guy. good. You're good, dude. You're good. Um, what are a couple of the best concerts you've been to? And if you got, if you got one, what's the craziest concert memory you got? Oh man, I'd say that's that's a tough one for for top concert. But I would definitely say it's between uh. Primus on their desaturated seven tour. I think that was like two or three years ago uh, in Kansas. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, anybody who's been to a Primus concert knows like they just, they, they blow the roof off the place easily. I mean, it was an outside concert and I want to say that it was like still probably the one that had my ears ringing the most afterwards too, which I mean, I know it kind of goes in conjunction with level going up if you're outside. But at the same time, I know I've been to some concerts where it's pretty hectic and it's like a, I mean, like a few hundred square feet room. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. so Primus was sick. Uh, also, I would say 68 in Springfield. 68 is a two-piece rock band. Um, and they, I, I mean, they're kind they're they're definitely coming up. Um, I don't know a lot of people that know them uh so they're still they're still a little bit niche i feel like but they're 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 sick um that's okay well if it's sick it's sick dude yeah. oh yeah oh yeah um yeah so definitely 68 man who else have i seen 
Shout Chicago was weird. You saw Chicago? Chicago was weird. Uh, mainly because they were playing all love songs and I went with my dad. But <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, I was like, yeah, this is great music. But uh, hey, man, they have their niche too. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not one you want to take your dad to. But... <laughs> That's okay. Uh-huh. I can get down to some Saturday in the park. <laughs> yeah, no, they were cool. Um, I did see sleep. Um, I did see sleep just about two years ago in Nebraska. They, man, you want to talk about loud. Loud. God, those guys. Is that what you I live mean, for in a concert is loud? Just pretty much. Volume oh yeah. Level? Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm like a, I'm a tone junkie. So like, especially <laughs> sleep, uh, getting to hear Al, uh, with, I mean, he, he has, probably like one of the most distinct bass tones i would i would say and just being able to hear that firsthand and like vibrate through my body is it was in like an otherworldly experience experience. yeah hell yeah dude um got a couple more things and then we might if you're down do like an actual episode of like i'd normally say some tips for for my listeners so if you're down, maybe we'll run through a couple of those segments at the end if you're down. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. When you're okay, when you're getting down, when you're having a tough day, what do you listen to to pull yourself out of it? Are you one of those okay, here we'll start with this question. When you're going through a tough time, are you one of those people that listens to sad music to delve into that emotion and sort it out? or listens to happy music to try to pull yourself out? I would say if, if either I cater more towards the former, uh, okay. I don't, I don't really that much though. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it, but, if, but if I do, it's, um, yeah. When you're a stable yeah. functioning human being, you don't have that many bad days. Yeah. That's what I've been finding <laughs> out. That's kind of nice. <laughs> I, I try. I try. Definitely. I mean, just like everybody else I've got, you know, everybody's got oh, their yeah. shit, but, um, recently at least i don't know why because it's i wouldn't consider it necessarily sad uh or like set like feely music at all but uh pelican pelican has been one of those that like if i'm on my way to work and i'm just like fuck you know like i yeah. do not want to go in today I'll, I'll listen to pelican and it's like you just you just feel okay like <laughs> yeah but uh yeah, it's just, I mean, that's that's another one of those where it's just drone metal. Like, there's, it's just sounds and, uh, like, really, yeah, tone. Like, it, it's got yeah. great tone. <laughs> but, You're a tone um, junkie. It's awesome. Dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I would say, I would say Pelican's been, been there for me a lot recently. Okay. But. Okay. That's a great answer, dude. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to go back and re-listen to this episode and write down all these bands we're talking about, dude. <laughs> seriously, it's going to be great. Um, yeah, 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> what's the name of your upcoming album and the best way to find your music eventually? Or currently, so, you know, people should go check out. You should tell them about your Facebook. You should tell them about your Instagram. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't, yeah, yeah. St- so, don't be stingy. <laughs> yeah. So eventually... Um, I've got my solo EP coming out, uh, titled unholy cannoli. Um, but yeah, that one's, (laughs) that one, uh, that one is going to be, uh, pretty reflecting on, on the, the common 
the common theme I've been addressing where it's going to be kind of just drony uh, tone catering metal type stuff um, really easy listening type type stuff like, like you said it's something that I would probably want to listen to over and over and be like I, I nailed that tone mm-hmm. but um, yeah so I've got that coming out hopefully here within the next couple of months um, my of course uh, like you said you can find uh, my I do like cover videos and stuff on my Facebook and Instagram uh, Facebook at just Anthony Beatling and then my Instagram is uh, gnarls underscore Radman that's awesome but I'm also going by uh, I'm also going by that for my uh, my solo album too instead of just uh, just my my legal name I figured I'd be a, a little It'll bit be, spicy so with what it. was that again it's gnarls Bradley gnarls Radman, Radman. Or as in Radman. as in Radman yeah hell yeah gnarls Radman but, yeah <laughs> I, you know that would go great on a sweatshirt i'm sure like <laughs> i'm sure you and katie could come up with some dope art for that so and yeah that's never too early to start the merch train there you go yeah um well thank you again for coming on brother no uh, thanks for having me man this has been tremendous oh this is tremendous tremendous like yeah tremendous this is tremendous so I keep going to it. <laughs> no, couple, yeah, this is a couple of tips for surviving the week, man. And let me re-explain this just for our guests. Tips for surviving the week is like catering to everybody because, you know, think about waking up on a Monday and going to work. And you don't necessarily want to fucking do that. What are some of the things that you do to survive that and or put yourself in a good mood? And he, you already said tip number one this week. If you're struggling going to work listen to pelican yeah that might do yeah. it bro man that's yeah really the the big thing is is it's just i mean no matter no matter how much i don't want to go to work unfortunately we live in a world where it's like you oh, know yeah. we, we got to make money we got to make money i mean to do the things we love um in my case, of course, to fund my pedal addiction, <laughs> uh, I, I've got to make a lot more money than, than I, uh, would otherwise. But I mean, you know, just getting all your affairs taken care of so you can be relatively stress-free because worrying about bills and all that, nobody wants to worry about no. bills. No, no, no. But it's pretty tough in these trying times, you know, a lot of people. Oh Yeah. You never really know what somebody else is going through when you see somebody on the street, dude. Somebody oh, yeah. who looks like they are well off and could be middle class soccer mom might really be hit hard by the, you know, who knows? You never oh, yeah. know. Which is why I say to everybody, a great tip for surviving the week. This be tip number two, guys. Just be nice to everybody you meet, okay? Within reason. Obviously, if somebody's grumpy or somebody's being, you know, mean. Brush it off. Don't confront and keep, you know, go on, you know, you know, there's no reason to be mean back, though. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's just going to feed into it and they'll probably be an even more of a dick to the next guy. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Um, and Then tip number three this week for uh, surviving the week. Make sure you're calling your Goombas, dude, and your Goombas. You know, are those people that got your back, those people that ultimately care about you, that ultimately got your best interest at heart. 
and, you know, want to see you succeed, man. So give, like, two to three of your, like, closest Goombas a call this week. You know what I'm saying? That's gotta, a good one. I like that. Yeah, bro, you got it. And, like, I try not to call and bug the same people every week, so I've been trying to switch it up and make sure I'm calling two or three different people every week just to make sure every, you know. Because you never, like I said, you never know what anybody else is going through. So, like, your your friends' lives are constantly changing. Your family's lives are constantly changing. And, I mean, Facebook does only so much of a job at really telling us what the fuck's going on, you know. In fact, yeah. it does a lot to mislead us in knowing what the fuck is going on. So, like, call in is the best way to really check. And that way they know you're you're their Goomba, you know. You got their best interest, too, you know. Absolutely. You got any more tips for surviving the week, brother? And I really like that last one. <laughs> oh, um, God. I mean, yeah, just overall, I mean, I I try to remember to an extent not like uh, not going overboard and, you know, spending too much money or anything like that, but just taking care of yourself, too. You know, like, uh, Take, taking that little bit of extra time to moisturize, moisturize, take, uh, take your vitamins, um, <laughs> drink a lot of water. Yeah. Yeah. Be good <laughs> to yourselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what Anthony's over here saying. Treat yourself well, dude, you know, and also know your That's... limits. Know when you're taking, try to figure out when you're taking on way too much. And if you are, oh, yeah. I'm not saying don't do that for a day or two. But, like, know your breaking points. Try to give yourself a little, you know, leeway before the breaking points, obviously. Okay? Absolutely. It's easier said than done, though, you know? If y'all are still listening to this podcast, I know y'all are savages. So, like, I know y'all got this shit. Keep being savages, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm saying. One of my faves, dude. All right. Uh, just a warning. There's going to be some air horns. Uh, that's all for our tips for surviving the week segment. <laughs> Moving on. We got tips for our musicians and music lovers, bro. And every week we have the same same number one tip, which I want to see what your reaction is to it. Tip number one for surviving the week. What is it, people? It's keep practicing. And I said... I say 20 to 30 minutes a day, three to four times a week, okay? If we keep doing that with any skill we're trying to get, whether it's a instrument, whether it's singing, whether it's welding, nursing, social security, I don't, you know, whatever it is you're trying to get better at, <laughs> hedge funds, Bitcoin, <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you're trying to get better at, you got to, like, practice. So 20 to 30 minutes, three to four times a week, that's the minimum. And if you sit down with the idea that you're going to practice for 20 minutes, you're probably going to end up practicing for 40 minutes because you enjoy it, if you enjoy your instrument. You know what I mean? So. Oh, yeah. You got any tips for uh, musicians, brother? Oh, man. Uh, actually, I... I uh been introduced to, or reintroduced uh to a pretty good tip uh just these last couple of days keeping up with um scott's bass lessons 
that's probably like my main source for trying to uh trying trying to make myself a good route for for keeping on my toes with uh practicing but uh something he was talking about just these last couple of days is uh in regards to quitting and uh receiving bad feedback like because i mean you know as musicians we all uh we all encounter those situations where somebody doesn't like uh what we're doing especially in a setting where we're collaborating or playing for somebody yeah um but i mean you just got to kind of learn to take it and run with it you know like it's that's part of being a musician uh not everybody's gonna ultimately but yeah ultimately it's it's gonna help you out for everybody you know what i mean oh yeah so uh people are gonna have their opinions but they're no less valid than your opinion you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i've heard some garbage garbaggio music that everybody loves i've heard some tremendous music that everybody hates so Mm -hmm. You, know, you take from music what you want to you know what i mean and oh, yeah. don't don't take in people's opinions but don't let them you know bring you down look at it as a yeah. full critique it's all a learning experience yeah but uh okay one more tip for for musicians let's do uh okay if you're a guitarist or bassist i just uh I heard this tip the other day, and it's like the perfect way to explain something that I've been trying to get across to some of my students lately. That when you're holding the neck, okay, if you're left-handed, okay, and I'm using this hand, right, on my fretboard, you want your thumb to be lined up right behind your first finger, no matter where you are on the neck. If you're up here, you want your thumb to be lined up with your first finger. Up here, you want it to be lined. That way, you can use your thumb as a a clamp almost like a pliers okay and that way you're actually creating more pressure on the note and your tone's gonna get better okay so that's just a tip make sure that your thumb stays lined up with your first finger when you're trying to play guitar on the fretboard that's great that totally like by explaining that to a student I totally changed how they were playing it was totally awesome to see. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Actually, I. Uh, it's funny you mentioned that because I actually just recently, within like the past couple of months or so, um, I've I've seen some stuff on that too, where it's like the the smallest stuff. You know, even us people that have been playing for over a decade now, like we don't think about it. And yeah, and you get. I mean, granted, it was an admirer, but you do just a tiny mm-hmm. little thing to adjust your technique. All of a sudden, you're going to be riffing harder and better than ever, you know? Yeah. Just Makes a world focusing. of difference. I think the most important thing with playing, like, a fretboard instrument is understanding and utilizing the best fingerings, okay? To, A, conserve motion, because when we conserve motion, we play faster. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But if you're using the right fingers on your scales and... If you know your scales, then those scales kind of just happen when you're playing through lead lines. Mm-hmm. And you'll end up using the right fingers. So all of a sudden you can keep up with every every measure of Cliffs of Dover while it's playing through. You know? <laughs> you know? It happens. But that's why we gotta practice twenty or thirty minutes three to four times a week, bro. That's what it's all about. Hell yeah. Um and, you know, don't be afraid to take risks. And if you haven't picked up an instrument, 
and you're listening to this and you're like, these these Joe Schmoes are playing music. I mean, Anthony's a classy individual, but look at, you know, this guy's <laughs> over here being a successful musician. What? I could pick up an instrument. That's the all it takes to be a musician is telling yourself you, you could do it, you know? I mean, obviously, time, practice, you know, but... That initial, oh, I could do that, is all it really takes, you know? So tell yourself you can do it. That's where the motivation comes from. And that's all for our tips for musicians and music lovers. Oh, yeah. Give me, like, two or three of your favorite albums of all time for our Albums of the Week segment. Oh, man. Um. Okay, let me see here. I would say my top album because it is the introduction to my voicing for um, my like adaptation for the Joe Joe Dart feel. Uh, definitely Mitpeck by Wolfpeck, their their first album released in two thousand eleven. Sure. Um, that one, yeah, dude, that. Uh, Beastly was the first song I'd ever heard by them back in 2011 and man, yeah, yeah that, that sent me on a, a world of discovery um, I would say and this is actually a recent discovery but uh, I would say number two is probably Deep uh, the Baritone Sessions by Mark Letary. Uh that's like a fusion funk really synthy heavy like almost like a rock influence fusion funk um i've just started listening to these past couple of weeks and man these guys are something else i mean they're i think four of them are from snarky puppies so uh you can definitely you can definitely be be assured that there's a lot of talent in the group um but yeah those guys are rocking for sure uh and then, man, number three. All solid picks so far. Love Wolfpack, too. God, yeah, those guys... Those guys are crazy. I just love their personalities, too. But let me see here. I would say number three for my top album picks... I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with uh, Outrages Now by uh, Death from Above. Okay. That one, I, I would say that was also um, another one that sparked uh, a different sort of stylistic journey of, of mine on bass. Um, some really really cool stuff on there. Really really catchy stuff too, while still being pretty shreddy. Mm-hmm. That's the best when it's both like catchy and intellectual. You know what I'm? Oh yeah. Makes you think. Oh yeah. Caters to both crowds. Well, awesome, bro. All solid picks for our album of the week segment. Thank you, Anthony. You've been you've been freaking tremendous, dude. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, couple of my favorite bassists. Obviously, you gotta throw Getty Lee in there, dude. You oh gotta, yeah. You got. But then, uh, Victor Wooten. Mm-hmm. And Phil Lesh, my my top three favorite bases. Phil Lesh is the basis for the Grateful Dead. The okay, OG I was about one. to say I was, 
I was going to say, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed, but I don't think I've ever heard of Phil Lesh, but I'll, uh, Phil, Phil Lesh, P H I L. Sorry. But, oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. You got it. But tremendous dude. Um, dude, thank you so much for being here and doing this episode with me. This has been truly tremendous. Uh, if anybody is still listening, man, you guys are truly tremendous, bro. And I hope everybody has a splendid and awesome week and weekend. I'm going to the lake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Finally get a nice weekend off. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of any other news I need to throw out there. Yeah, just released that newest album Monday night. So it's up on davismusicpro.com right now for y'all to download. Um, I just uh, talked to the first person who bought it to make sure that the downloads are going over well and everything's hooked up. So everybody, it's all good and everything's good to go. So find it on davismusicpro.com. That's Twilight Driving by Chris Hippie Davis. Stay on the lookout for Anthony's next album that's coming out again. What's it called again, brother? Uh, Unholy Cannoli. Unholy Cannoli, dude. That's awesome, bro. (laughs) And I remember you shot out a image of what you were thinking of for the album cover, and I just remember loving it. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a. Uh, it's funny. I I I literally just had uh, like messed around with that and made that little that little like sort of like satanic cannoli looking like guy, <laughs> and I was like, cannoli, this would be bro. this would be great. Yeah. Tremendous, but, dude. <laughs> well i'm gonna get out of here thank you again for being on here brother uh I'll absolutely send you all thanks the for links. having me man i'll send you all the links as soon as it's posted um again stay on the lookout for my man anthony beatling bro and uh you can find him on facebook instagram and uh stay on the lookout for his next album unholy cannoli bro uh let's get that good good music and motivation outro music for us uh, shout out again to Anthony Beatling for being a true savage. Let's go. Where, where is it at? I gotta be able to read. Oh my gosh, people. I'm so sorry. I lost it. I lost it. It's gone. Where'd my sound effects go? We're still recording. Hold on. Oh my gosh. Where the hell did it go? Here we go, guys. <laughs> Mad love and respect. It's tremendous. 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 Stop, stop, stop. Got him. Yeah!